welcome to the Roommates Podcast. A very happy Monday to you after Thanksgiving. Hello. Hello. You're back. Yes, or I am back. <laughs> I picked a song today that didn't have uh, enough, or it didn't have as much dubstep in it. Yeah, this is it, fine, but I mean, the other ones that have been coming out, it's just like, I, I thought dubstep was like a phase, but it's not. <laughs> well, a 10-year-long phase? I mean, technically, it's not dubstep, but it all sounds the same. They use the same sounds. Like, I wonder how that works with no, no copyright signs, why so many of their songs sound the same, like that same Because a lot sound. of the same artists. The same That's artist. True, yeah. Well, and also, so like if you buy, what is it, Ableton, <laughs> the music produ- production yeah. software, and you buy those sound packs... And you generate your music with that; it's all going to sound the same, right? Like so, unless they're changing up their sound packs, and, it doesn't sound like it. Yeah, and a lot of artists. I mean, like that's why I'm not a huge Dead Mouse fan. But when I saw how he makes his music, that dude like creates his own sound libraries. It's oh, insane. Yeah. No, I know. Not a lot of people do that. Well, that's what you should do if you're a musician. Yeah, yeah. you should make your own. You you don't sound. get to call yourself a musician unless you are creating your own music. Well, no, they're making they're making their own music, but they're using bought sound packs. And I don't think that that should count as that's like right. being like I'm a musician. If you bought sound packs of like a, a guitar bit and a piano bit and a drum bit, and you put, you it, put it all together, and you're like I'm a musician. Well, you bought someone else's sounds. That no, doesn't no, make you no, a no. That's that's not what I mean. Like it's like keyboards. Like how you can buy different like keyboard sounds. So when you press the key, it makes a different noise. Those are sound packs for your keyboard. Right. They're using distinct sound packs for creating their correct EDM music. I mean, I doubt they're in like that's like Garage Band style where you have like a drum beat and you just loop it a bunch. Yeah. I don't think a lot of them are doing that, but well, I know that a uh, other ones they use uh, Fruity Loops. I used to use Fruity Loops. Fruity Loops is actually really good. A lot of people downplay it because they don't give it a lot of time. But one of my favorite EDM artists, uh, Savant, only uses it, and he has some of the best sounding songs out there. Like they're amazing, and he does go out of his way to create his own sounds, which again. Not a lot of people are doing. Yeah, no, that's very true. So. Um, but it's, it is it is com- common to use samples, and then the musicianship comes in and making the whole thing happen. It's like composing. Yeah, you know, the sound of a violin or something. But I know what you mean. It, it, it's easy for somebody to take what is somebody's sound and then create it as well, and that's not very original. Yeah, it's in those are like your your laptop producers mm-hmm. where they just have a laptop, mm-hmm. maybe a keyboard hooked up to it, and they make their music that way. And again, nothing wrong with that. They're doing no. – they're far more talented than me. I'm not making music. But then you have your people that go above and beyond, and they're buying pedals and, like, different things, and they're feeding sounds through and literally generating original sounds no one else can copy unless they have that hardware. Those are the guys that are just on a different level. Yeah. So – so, welcome to this week's technical <laughs> difficulties. Have we had any yes. yet? Oh, yeah. A few. So, the three people who can stream no problem separately, but you put us together and it's a shit show. Every, too much every week. awesome in one stream is that's what's a, going that's on. That's what's happening. I don't know why. Um, well, it looked like YouTube had a new thing where they popped up and we're like, well, it takes a minute to go live, which is new. Yeah, it's, before. yeah, Streamlabs OBS updated and a screen popped up that I've never seen. Yeah, where it was like, your stream is preparing, testing broadcast. I'm like, yeah. 
no, we're supposed to be live right now. What is this? What do you like? It's something I haven't been able to use Streamlabs since the new Windows update at all. It just doesn't work. It just it, it freezes up the PC and the CPU gets maxed and hammered. I don't know what's going on with it. Yeah. But now I have to use OBS Studio again. It, it seems like every couple of months I have to jump back and forth between programs. But you said Twitch was making their own now. Twitch has their own out already. It's called Twitch Studio. Twitch Studio. Uh, I well, we don't stream on Twitch, so right. we can't use it for this. But there are other programs out there that I think I might actually start exploring because I figured Streamlabs had this on lock. I was like, they're one of the biggest players out there. They're not going to screw this up. (laughs) They're screwing it up. They're doing something wrong. Like, I don't know. I think they're getting it's there's too much bloat. Yeah, they're starting to to treat it like everyone has a dedicated streaming PC and that they don't have to worry about how much how power hungry the software is. And if you don't have a dedicated streaming PC, it's going to it it causes problems like what we've been having like we're on a laptop it's not the most it's a powerful laptop for its time yeah but it's not the most powerful system just streaming this it's having trouble keeping up so it's i need to find some lighter weight software or something so i've been using obs studio because it just works well it's the original (laughs) all the others come from that yep it's very true better been true well thanksgiving happened uh, and Nicole made us a lovely Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, I feel like I'm proud that we didn't skip out on the holidays this year. Like we had a Thanksgiving dinner and we've decorated for Christmas, yeah. but they were kind of last minute decisions. Like I went grocery shopping and I saw there were only like three turkeys left and I was like, <laughs> I'll just grab one in case. And then I was like, well, I have it. I might as well make it. And so we did, we did have Thanksgiving dinner together and then, and we it was put lovely. up our Christmas decorations. Yep. So we're we're doing holidays. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of us. And I, I ended up streaming most of the day on Thanksgiving just because it was like the it's one of the biggest days to stream uh, on because everybody's home. That yeah. So I spent Thanksgiving alone pretty much. I think I saw you That's for like true. 30 minutes when you came down to eat. Yeah. For a little bit. <laughs> and then well, then we had the evening time. Then it was fine. And then festivities afterwards or mm-hmm. the next day. Yep. We went out to drink at uh, the local place and then came back and had the office trivia, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was. I enjoyed that. Yes. All right. Apparently, I know more about the office than I realized. (laughs) Just from passing by and watching it all the time. (laughs) Yes. Um, We didn't do Black Friday. You did. Yeah, I did Black Friday because I got your Christmas present. So Jeff got my Christmas present on Black Friday, which apparently was like half (laughs) off. Yeah, we don't ever wait until Christmas to give gifts. It was just not happening. It's like it comes in on in an Amazon box and you're like, here you go. It's like I don't have to wrap it or anything like that. So he got me a laptop so that I can do. Actually, I'm still still working on a website. I'm like this close to just hiring someone to do it because that just just sucks it's not fun it's not fun to me yeah that's the reason why there's plenty of people out there yeah i do that i mean i can do it but it's something that i sit there and stare at and i'm like this is just so hard to keep me interested yeah and that's and you're doing it the uh the drag and drop way and not having to do the Mm -hmm. the crappy god i remember a long time ago in school was like html you have to learn how to make a website and well, there are still it, people who do that. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, that's all different. It's, it's way more advanced. It is. And it's still like if I were to make a website, I'd rather code it just because you have more control. You can get what you want. Now, though, those 
designer pages, I actually recommend those to everybody. When yeah, someone's awesome. like, I need a website, I'm like, use that. Because most people, they don't need something that's custom made, that is smart, d- dealing with databases, all that stuff. Now, if you're a business, then you got to work that into your budget eventually. Yes, you want to be paying someone to work on your site because it's going to need regular update and needs encryption if you want to be doing sales. like I want a lime a, green page with t- <laughs> Times New Roman, white lettering. I want two Christmas like uh, gifts or clip art gifts of the... Uh, yes. like a you got to have like spinning, spinning guitars. Yes, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, that, that's how websites were in the 90s. There are still God. websites today that still have that because they have never upgraded. Oh, yeah. And that... Well, and that's the thing. So like if you're making a website for something small, something you do, even if it's whatever, if you need a, if you feel you need a website, use one of those editors, build it yourself. If yeah. you're a business, you need to not do that because that's just bad business. But that's my opinion. Yeah. Well, so. I see it all the time. I'm like, especially government sites. Well, the that's worst. the problem. I went looking on similar sites to what, you know, what I do. So I was looking at other sites and they were so bad. I was like, I don't even want to look at this. This is not, this is not good. Like I'm not a web developer and I feel like I could do better than that. Yeah. I mean, I see that like I've seen local government agencies that just still have that 2000s look. It's, it's absolutely terrible. Um, but it is indeed Cyber Monday. So I don't know if anybody's out there getting any deals, but from what we've seen so far, it's been pretty darn disappointing. Uh, what I've seen that looks like it, like the biggest amount of savings are this year is in furniture. Mm-hmm. A lot of really good. Actually, there were some um, area rugs that were so cheap and they were really nice. They were like 75% off and I almost ordered some because we've had to get rid of that one in there. Yep. Um, and, you know, we don't have any upstairs anymore because we have carpet. But I I saw some really good deals on that, and then like furniture stores are having amazing deals. But we don't need any furniture, and we're getting ready to move. So yes, I saw the Fortnite Nerf gun that was on sale for ten. <laughs> and bucks. please tell me you got that. What a steal! I didn't get it, but yeah. I saw it. No, it's I went kind of Cyber Monday looking today because I was like Cyber Monday. It's supposed to rival Black Friday and Cyber Monday started. It was more in the tech space like it was right. Black Friday was traditional and then Cyber Monday was like for the the geeks and nerds and yeah, it was all the cool electronic stuff. It's been massively disappointing. I don't need a 32 eight gig jump drives for $20. No. Like, come on. And then not to mention that you get nothing but like you're getting a lot of Chinese knockoffs. Of oh, yeah. Crap. And it's like, oh, man, it's a mess out there. And Amazon's starting to get that way now where you can't even trust anything. You have to like go by what people say in the reviews and or if it's an Amazon like trusted source of the seller. Because there's so many like knockoffs. I wanted to get a um, a memory card for the for the camera, and you got to go through so many hoops. And you go, what am I supposed to order? Everybody says this is cheap knockoff from China. It's garbage, and you have to just kind of just roll the dice. And if it, if you get crap, you get crap. Well, that's the uh, that's what the price you pay for convenience, basically. Yes, no, it's very shopping true. online. I'm not going to complain about Well, I mean, shopping online, we did uh, get groceries and you got uh, a sweet potato. I can't even bitch chips. about that either. <laughs> like, of course, like because sometimes I will um, order groceries to, to show up at the house. Like if I know I have a, a big day the next day, I'll order groceries at night and then they'll be dropped off in the morning, which is awesome. 
Um, but man, I don't recommend it unless you're okay with like random shit showing up to your house. Like I ordered this bag of <laughs> chips and they, they were like sweet potato chips, but they replace their replacement for it was just a single sweet potato. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, actual sweet potato. Like, here you go. Make your own chips, bitch. <laughs> it was rid- they do some pretty ridiculous stuff sometimes. So. Uh, that's a gamble, but you can't bitch because somebody is doing your grocery shopping. No, for you. I know like, that. that's a first world problem and a half. That's true. But you know, I was thinking about that. It's like, you know, if you were, if, if I were ever to get into like that kind of ride sharing, like job, like Uber and Lyft is like, you need to have people skills. And well, I mean, you don't have to, we've, we've been with people that don't, but <laughs> you should have people skills and navigation skills, which again, you don't have to have. But you just have to have a car and a driver's <laughs> license and you have a job. Well, the you thing is... You have a pulse and you could be... An- exactly. But the other side of the coin is I'd rather... Mu- I'd much rather do DoorDash or Uber Eats or something. You don't have to talk to people at all except for at the door and it's all paid for. It's done. You just go yep. and you just pick up food and you drive some. That's so much easier than dealing with somebody in the back of your car yakking. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, or some drunk people or, or whatever. Yeah, I'd rather deliver things than drive people. Yeah, you're like day. a pizza delivery person. You're just getting paid better than most pizza places will pay you. And you can even go and pick up at those places. That's it, it, It's very strange how everything has kind of been turning that way. But yep. I think it's... It, I think it's because our generation is slowly becoming insanely antisocial. (laughs) We're like, we don't have to leave the house ever. Yes. (laughs) Count me in. There's actually truth to that. I know. A lot more than you think. There's a a bit. I've been catching up on all the YouTubers that I have like kind of, I just kind of quit watching YouTube as much over the last like year. I know. So I caught caught up um, on all my favorite YouTubers and they were all like, we don't leave the house. Like we don't go anywhere. They DoorDash all their food, order all their groceries. They do not leave the house, and I'm like, I feel that. Like, yep, that's a, a definitely a real thing. But it's nice to know you're not alone. We'll just all connect. We stay very well connected to one another, but it's just through a screen. Yes, and true. I'm fine with that. All of my friends live in a computer. That's the way to keep <laughs> and them. Soon, you guys will as well. <laughs> Oh my god! I say friends are better with a barrier. <laughs> That's true. I <laughs> Build mean, a wall and stay behind com- it. You shut your computer off. You don't want to deal with them that day. Yep. Like uh, you know, what? I'm done. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I didn't buy anything for Cyber Monday, and I don't plan to. Yeah. I don't think so. Unless I'm, that Fortnite nerf gun. I'm still looking. There's a few deals on Steam that I'm debating because they're games that are like thirty dollars for twenty or like fifty percent off. So they're like fifty dollar games for twenty twenty five. So I'm on the fence because it's like I want to play this game, but I don't know if I'm going to play it anytime soon. So is it You're worth a Steam buying game now? Collector, you're not much of a player. Like, well, well, I mean, you do have select games I've, you play, but you have a library that you just collect. Well, and that's why I'm getting better. It I'll I'll look at a game and I'll really try and like I run myself through. I'm like, will I play this? Like, I want to play. It. The intent is there, but yeah. will I play it? And if I don't, if I'm not just like, yeah, I'm going to play it next week, then I don't buy it. But there's like two or three that I really want to play and they're cheap. But at the same time, it's like, well, it doesn't matter if they're cheap because if I buy them and never play them, I'm wasting money. I'm not Correct. saving. So I have like another 14 hours to decide if I'm going to do that or not, but <laughs> I probably will end up buying nothing. Yeah, it's yeah, well, that's fine. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I, I don't need a lot of those games that are out there and they're pushing like on sale. Like there is a lot of crap 
Oh, it's a good a good chunk of it is, but mm-hmm. there there is a space game that I actually I might send you a link to it so you can check it out. It looks pretty cool. What's it called? Um, Bring us the moon. Oh yeah, they were at uh, PAX. Yeah, it's that one's on sale. Oh nice. So I might I might pick up that one because I've been really wanting to play it. Bring us the moon. Um, I see we have something about dating app. A guy made a dating app. Okay, okay. so. <laughs> So Dave has a story about a guy making a dating app his own. And I was reading the story this week about um, people complaining how a lot of dating apps don't like they they don't really filter people very well. Like you can you can what started this whole thing off is that one of the people on the app was discovered to be a three time convicted rapist. And they were saying like how dangerous this is. It's like big, big dating apps like Tinder, Plenty of Fish, OkCupid are all people. Basically what they have you do when you sign up is you have to check a box saying like, I have never been convicted of blah, blah, blah. I have no sexual crimes. Like you have to check those boxes, but they don't do any, you know, there's no background to it. Now, people are complaining about this and saying it's dangerous. These dating apps are saying, you know, if you want to put yourself out there to somebody, they're first of all, these are free dating apps. Yeah. Secondly, you be a responsible person. If you're interested in somebody, you do the research on them. Like, yeah, it, yeah. it's coming down to, I mean, to me, I, I find that so scary anyway. You don't know who the hell is on the other end. You just don't know. And there's not enough checks with that. But that is just part of the dangers of dating through a dating app. I think dating in general is dangerous. It's true. <laughs> I mean, you can know somebody for 10 years and then all of a sudden like find out they have a second life. That happens to people. Yes. So just because you know somebody doesn't mean you know somebody and should trust them. Don't trust anybody. Yes. But it's I, easier I, through I personally a dating don't app to lie. Think, yeah, I, I personally don't. I don't think dating on online is any any more dangerous That's than true. dating people you know. So <laughs> That's true. I'm just like talking like Tinder and things that are just like a swipe boom, like, you know, how you would buy something on Amazon. You're like, swipe. I mean, how much experience <laughs> do you have with these apps? I don't. Okay. Have any. So I do have experience yeah, with these apps. I missed out on the whole thing. So when it happened, it, it's it's not as simple as that. You don't just see someone and go, yeah, I like that. Swipe, boom, you have a connect. No, it's like you swipe, they well, swipe. Well, maybe on that's you. not right. how it works for you. Yeah. <laughs> that's not my experience okay. with dating. It's apps. a lot different with, with men and women. It is way different. Men outnumber women like three to one or right. higher than that. It's astronomical. So yeah, you. You're going to get a lot more attention than I get. But even then, a lot of conversations. Just as. okay. I was going to say, I have just as many women that talk to me as men. So you want to throw that (laughs) out there like, oh, it's a men to women ratio. No, I mean, that is statistics. I think it's just because I'm so awesome. I'm just (laughs) saying statistically the men outnumber the women. I'm saying statistically, you suck as a person. No one wants to date you. Okay, but also you got to look at <laughs> no, no the categories. If you mark a men and women, and then another woman marks men and women, yes, you guys are going to show up. It makes. Are sense. you checking the box for uh, registered sex offenders or no? No, because I am not a registered <laughs> sex offender. Well, it's part of this, so that's what well. I was no, asking. I was going to circle back around. You're making me completely lose my train of that's thought. Stop. That was the so frazzled. 
That was what I was trying to do. I okay, and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's getting okay. so worked up. It's amazing. Uh, well, you, I mean, I'm just trying to chime in my experience with this stuff, and you're yeah, like you're sitting like, there shutting down. Do you me have down. any experience on dating apps? Because I do. I thought okay. that was you to Jeff. Yeah. Well, that is very true. Yeah. Well, no, I was just saying that the it's not as simple as the whole swiping thing because. There's st- it's still a barrier to entry. Most of it fizzles out. Not everything moves forward. Right. But the whole point of this was I have a Google phone number that forwards to my phone. So when I give my number out, I'm not giving out my real number. Uh-huh. I won't do that. I don't trust people. And I've even done that in real life when I meet people at like conventions because it's like I've known you for 12 hours. You don't seem crazy right now, <laughs> but here's a number you can reach me at, but it's not my real number where you, you, you can't call me anytime you want. And but I can block you. That's what's great about dating apps though, is you can communicate with somebody through the app. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You, it usually, it takes a, a, a while to even exchange phone numbers and on. That, a dating and app. that's what I meant by a lot of it fizzles out. People will talk for a day or two and then conversation runs dry very quick. And then they don't want to talk to you. Anymore, no, they should just ask that them. person before they ever meet up with them. Hey, are you a registered sex offender? <laughs> There's your, do your research and then you can look them up. And if they lied, then they're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I, the, the question is though, how easy is it to run background checks on people for free? Because uh, I there are free. I knew a few tools background for checks. running background checks on people, and every one of them has moved over to a paid method. Like you can't just do it. And I'm not going to pay twenty bucks there, to find out who you I are. I just had a background check run on me and Jeff recently, and I there was it. It's a free like there's a free standard background check, but. Um, there was like an extensive background check that was like 30 bucks, um, which I paid for because I have such a clean record, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, I I mean, I still believe that it's on, on the person. It's same as if you meet people in a bar or at a park or wherever, if you meet people in the world, you're going to have to learn that for yourself as well. The dating app, I just don't feel like they should be responsible for doing that. I don't think they should be responsible, but I kind of, and again, this is on the person, but to, because sex offender, you can get hit Why with that just title have a verified member uh, status option where be- they verify you. So the thing is, though, like, so I don't know much about sex offender law, mm-hmm. but I do know for a while, like peeing in public could get you labeled a sex offender. Now yeah. that's changed. It's not the case anymore. So it's like for a and it could still be the case, but there could be different levels of sex offender. Well, there is, there are. Yeah. Yeah. So there's one of those things where it's like, if they're policing it, you could, you could be labeled or stripped or barred from that app for essentially being drunk and peeing in public. Or if they added an option of where it's community policed, where people could mark you as one. Yeah. But then you have an issue where people can mark you when it's not true. And there's a whole, well, I mean, yeah, it, I'm it saying people can catfish quick. through those too. Yeah. So I'm saying you could have a verified member status. I think that no, I do. think there's a lot of shit that can go wrong with dating people online. I just don't believe it's the app. I don't believe it's no, the app's responsibility or the site's responsibility to police your dating life. It's I, not. They provide a way for you co- to connect. That's it. They never said we're here to make sure that this person, you know, nothing legally goes wrong and not, just stop being well, babies. And a lot of them do have a verification option and it will show is this user verified or is this user not verified? 
And that does make a difference because you got people that will only talk to verified members. And I agree. That's how it should be because that's how you get rid of spam. That's how you get rid of uh, catfish people. Like right. it's no, they, they have that stuff in place. But for sex offenders, I don't think I've seen anything for that. But that's just because it's it's such murky waters. It's like it, it's not as simple as, as clicking a button like it sounds. Well, this guy just made one for himself, right? Yeah. So there was this one guy who <laughs> I think this is hilarious and genius. He made a, a dating app called Singularity. Yeah. And he is the only man allowed on the app. So when if a woman signs up, every profile is him. And he, <laughs> he made it where every profile is also a different photo of him. Uh, and okay. he changed the descriptions. Like, I don't know how he generated them. But uh, yeah, if you if you ladies, if you're looking for one this man. one man, one man, you just download the app and every single <laughs> swipe. He is basically him. created a, a dating app version of The Bachelor. Yes, that is so good. <laughs> that is actually true. <laughs> Amazing. True. I feel like that's something you would do. <laughs> that's a Dave move. Oh, make, make his own. I I could see Dave getting close to that point. I d- never thought of it, but I don't know. But you wish I had. Yeah, I could have monetized it. Could have made <laughs> tens of cents. All well, right. I didn't get to see, uh, or I didn't listen to last week's podcast, so I'm not really sure what all you guys talked about. Uh, I was in. San oh Lord! Oh, uh, it was. I told you it was a solid thirty minutes of dog whisper. I know okay. that for sure. <laughs> the um, only thing we saved, uh, we wanted to wait for you, was the Tesla Cybertruck. Gotcha. Yeah, I was in San Francisco, and uh, the, the place I stayed was downtown near the financial district, but it wasn't like where where Twitch headquarters is, is in the financial district, but I was not staying there. I was staying there just north of Knob Hill and right in the heart of Chinatown, and I got to say, for all of you that live in San Francisco, if you've been downtown at night down there, that is a scary city. Like, I thought, you know, St. Louis was pretty scary, um, but San Francisco at night downtown pretty uh pretty terrifying and well not to mention there was just i mean the abundance of homeless population was crazy uh you must have been in an area that was like similar to um like where i lived like that backside like wash ave like when you get to the dark areas of wash ave that's what when you were describing that stuff to me i'm like i feel like i've seen that (laughs) yeah like it was tent cities for the homeless um and and i not saying that the homeless people were the, were the problem, but it was nine in the morning and I was getting ready to leave the place. And this guy, just this homeless dude just came out and just started just yelling at me through the, the glass door of the hotel. I was like, Jesus, man, it's nine in the morning. and You still got to deal with this shit. Um, so it was a little scary down there. Uh, I, I walked to a local Walgreens uh, and I was like, I'm never going out again. I'm done. I'll just go back to the hotel room and hang out there. But uh, I was in San Francisco for a good reason, uh, and I ended up winning the, uh, the the little tournament and won seventy five hundred dollars for Doctors Without Borders, the charity. Yay! Yeah. Woo! That was fun. Good job, man. Yeah, it was a lot of fun um, to uh, to see Twitch in like their building and their company. It was like being at Google. Like they have three hundred plus employees there. Um, there they have a whole floor of the building. That is a kitchen, and they have a Michelin star restaurant chef. 
and makes all the food. In the Twitch headquarters? Yeah. That's insane. Dude, the, the food was incredible. And then they have any kind of drink you could imagine. It was like literally like walking through Google, like what you would expect if you went through Google. But uh, that's super cool. I had no clue because Twitch used to be such a small little thing. And now it's so yeah, massive. They were hoarding their Red Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that at PAX. But they, uh, they ever since they got bought out by Amazon, they're like, man, yeah, the money's nice. It's crazy. Um, so as far as what I've the, the takeaway is that Twitch is growing insanely. Um, and if you're on the platform and you're doing your thing, good luck, man. Keep doing it because uh, there's there's some good uh, good things coming to those that are part of it. Um, but the Cybertruck, I personally I know you guys were waiting to talk about the Cybertruck. I personally like it. I like it, too. I, I think it looks very futuristic. It's like in school, if you, they're like, hey, draw what you would think of a future vehicle. Well, I had like it that. listed here. Um, I saw I don't have it saved now, but it was Ford had posted um, like a, a tweet yeah. to Elon saying, uh, let us pick because in the video it showed, you know, the Cybertruck towing. Uh, a Ford, whatever, yeah. which, whichever Ford model it was. I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, Ford was like, let us pick a truck that's of the same, like, you know, engine and everything yeah. and see, you know, basically let's do a tug, like a tug of war against each other and video. see what happens. <clears throat> but Ford is saying they want to do their own. They're like, send us one of your trucks and we'll make our video and see what happens. <laughs> like it, it was funny. And Elon did, um, like the tweet or retweeted or something, but he de- he never responded. But I think that would be amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I saw them do the one to the F one fifty, and they just—I mean, it's an electric vehicle; it's just straight torque. I, it, you're just—it's going to destroy it, and yeah. it does. It just pulled it up the hill like no problem. Well, it's what kind of bothered me is like people were just ripping on the overall aesthetic and design of it, and it's like I it do does know, look like a Halo Warthog. I will agree. Yeah, but I so think that, that I, Halo Warthogs are badass, and I wish <laughs> wanted one. I was about to is that not a pro for this truck because i did see the photoshopped meme where people added the master chiefs in it yes it looks really good uh so they did say that it was unpainted that the facility that did the painting was shut down for something with the environment like they couldn't be painting at the time um so aside from that though i thought i think it looks really good like it kind of remind me of the early hummers when they were more military looking yeah but yeah, I would I would drive one in a heartbeat. All the people that are like, oh, looks like the first car I drew in first grade. Burp, burp, burp. It's like <laughs> it's true. OK, <laughs> usually kids draw what they think is awesome. So how There's is this thing not awesome? A, there has to be a reason why he chose that design. I mean, air damn it dynamically. Uh, well, the, apparently it's bulletproof. Yeah, except for <laughs> if you throw some. Although, well, if, the thing, though, is and um, I don't know how true this is because someone else I heard pointed this out. They said if you take what they threw and throw it at your car window, your window's going to shatter and it's going to go clear clear through oh it. Oh, God, yeah. Where that one, it just, it broke. But it wasn't supposed to. Yeah. Well, they said that it came down to that the frame was too tight or something on it. So yeah. by the time it hits production, those windows probably will not be possible to break. Oh, I saw the video of them throwing stuff at it before they even did the show. Like, yeah. And it just bounced right off the window. Yeah. So, I mean, it, that's awesome i i disagree with everybody calling to pontiac aztec the, i mean it doesn't 
look like an Aztec to me at all. I think it's a bit of a stretch. It just the fact like that you can anything camp with on it. the road. Well, just the fact that you can camp with it. Oh yeah, that's why they're like, hey, it's the Aztec. It's back. But I yeah. mean, the only the only per, only thing to put the Aztec on the map was Breaking Bad. That was it. Like that. Was, <laughs> yeah. That was not a great SUV. Well, I mean, you don't see them around on the roads very much anymore. It's kind of like the Grand Prix. You don't see a lot of Grand Prix on the road anymore. Yeah. That year for Pontiac wasn't very good. I feel like Grand Prix lasted a long time. I feel a lot of people I knew had Grand Grand Prix that were did for a while. Well, Grand Am's not a Grand Prix, right? They're sim. They're like sisters. They are like sister cars. That's true. But either way, I saw a lot lot of people driving those. They just don't. I'm sure they don't make parts for those anymore. So they've slowly died out. But I knew people who had them for 10, 15 years. Yeah. Well, the Pontiac's gone. So yeah, no one's making parts for them. There might be a third party that's producing parts, but I'm sure it's getting to where it's expensive. And those cars, I mean, like my Grand Am ran great. When I I sold it, it still ran great. I'm saying you just don't see them on the roads anymore. Yeah. They're, they're, they're slowly cycling themselves out. People don't want to spend the repair cost. Yeah. So yeah, they're slowly disappearing. I mean, they're turning into like Yugos. <laughs> like, those are, no one has those. Those are just gone. Well, as far yeah. as the Cybertruck goes, I think it's awesome. Um, the gimmick of like you only have to put a hundred dollars down to hold it um, is funny because they have all these pre-orders, and you know everybody's going to back out of that. Well, that, that's every Tesla car, Model Three, Model oh, S, Model it? X. It was always you put a small payment down, mm-hmm. it reserves you a spot in line, and then when it gets to you. You then are presented the actual paperwork and you got to go through the payment stuff. So even if a ton of people do it five times over what they can produce in a year, it doesn't matter because a lot of people are going to drop out and it just moves right to the next person and they're going to they're going to sell out. They're going to sell out every single car and they're uh, affordable. Yes, like real cheap. They start in the mid 40s for the most packaged version. The one with the extra batteries for double the distance, everything. It came out to around 70 for the most decked out one, decked yeah. out version you could get with 70. I would have no issue with eventually trading our truck in for a Tesla. No, I would love especially knowing one. they have a truck like you wanted a Tesla, mm-hmm. which is awesome. I just love having a truck, especially with two big dogs. I can. Yeah, like I just feel like it's and, you more... know, as many people told us that we would never use that truck for its purposes. We use the hell out of that thing. The yeah. bed of that truck is used all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like we went from an eclipse to the Ram. It was such a huge night and day difference. Yeah. I love, especially with any time we go to the beach or do anything. Yeah. We yeah. throw cooler in there. And anyway, so knowing that Tesla is going to go on a <laughs> going to have a truck option. Fuck. Yeah. Sorry, Dodge. I love you. Or sorry, Ram. Ram. Yeah. But I would move over to Tesla oh, in a heartbeat. Tesla is producing almost one of everything in every category. They're working on a, a, a big rig like yeah, that. I've seen it, that yeah. thing's been in development for a while. It's going to take videos over. On it. it was very controversial. People just losing their mind. Well, when I do an American trucks and video anyway, it's already has the audience of a lot of real truckers and they really see that as a threat to their jobs. It's I hate to say this, but they should because it's going to start with, okay, an electric big rig. And then it's going to have the self-driving added to it. Then eventually it will drive itself with no one in it. But I think you still we, I need still somebody th- to monitor. I, I was about <laughs> to say, I think we are far away from that. I don't um, think we are. 
I, I think it's far away before they okay cars to be driving themselves long distance. I do with no yes. one at least being in the vehicle. I think it's going to be, I would, I would look at say, the self. I would feel okay to say 10 years before that's even going to be something the government Agreed. allows to happen. It's, I mean, I have no, no reason to think this, but I think in the next three years we will have um, partial full automated delivery to where the big parts of the country where it's nothing but straight highway for a thousand miles or whatever it is like going through um, like from the Midwest to the West coast. Who's unloading the delivery trucks? No, I Robots. no, no, there will Robots. be, I'm not <laughs> saying there won't be any people. I'm saying that the trucks will be loaded. It'll be a self-driving truck. It'll drive a thousand miles of stretch highway. I'm and then agreeing it, no. that and the then, vehicles will be driving themselves. Yeah, no, but I'm saying I think it's going to happen sooner than what you predicted. Now, people, I don't think are going to be phased out completely because city driving is a lot more complicated, all that. But I, I think for the long stretches of delivery trips, that is going to be phased in automation very, very quickly. That's not what I'm. What did I say, Dave? <laughs> What did I say? You said it would be 10 years before that would happen. I said it would be 10 years before what would happen. It gets approved by the government. No. Oh. What I said (laughs) is not that they won't be fully automated and driving. That's already happening. What I said is it will be more than 10 years before these trucks are allowed to make those trips without humans. Oh, yeah, I. You will need a human in that vehicle. Yes. I think that's the way it will be for a long time. Especially the fact that I you think they'll have drive to. themselves. Sure, but I think there will be a human having to be with that vehicle. Absolutely. I don't see that not happening for over well, ten. You're gonna years. have to charge it too. Like currently, right now, they can't go coast to coast. They, yep. could, they couldn't. Well, on a single charge, no. Yeah, so you're like, gonna have to have somebody to actually physically charge those things as they're driving. So you're, you're always gonna have somebody to automate it. I mean, airplanes are pretty automated today, but you have two pilots up front to make sure nothing goes wrong. Right. Well, it's, with with the Teslas, though, I mean, honestly, I think it could be automated 100 percent and remove people. I, I think that could happen literally today. I don't think so. But I've seen the self summon, and it's pretty scary. <laughs> okay, I'm talking. So I'm not saying everywhere. I'm saying in certain cases, like you could easily have it to where and I'm not saying to get rid of people completely. Okay. Load the truck up. There's going to be people there at its destination. There's going to be people at a retard station. There could be people now as for even at charging itself, the home chargers, you can literally get out of your Tesla. It will park itself in your garage and connect to the charger all on its own. And then you can summon it from your garage where it will disconnect from the charger and drive to you in theory. I mean, it does work. Sometimes. <laughs> well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I see this happening first in very niche cases, and that's I, why I, I think said ten years is a is a is a very good probability. I, I don't think it's going to be before that. It's I well, I it's just with the way things are moving. How and now again, government is slower, so government could slow it down. Oh God, I yeah. agree. But You're encroaching I, on the fossil I'm fuels. Not, but I'm not saying that any of that stuff won't be. Po- I think that that is possible to happen today. If they wanted to make that happen today and send a truck to make a delivery, it could happen. And exactly what I said is the government is not going to allow these vehicles to go any distance without people in them for a long time until they see that it is 
very like has to prove itself for sure. Yeah, they have to be yeah. able to do it over and over and over and over and over before the government goes, "All right, that's possible." Well, and and that and that's what kind of kills me because like if if we were to even just do infrastructural driving, like I don't mean in any form of neighborhood or city, just literally highway driving. That's is the easiest part of automated driving. Like that's that stuff's already done. It's on lock. Like it, it is. But they're if trying to goes wrong. I mean, those speeds you're gonna kill a lot of people. That's even with a human. No, I know. I'm just in general. If anything goes wrong, now yeah, they'll put people in them for a while, but. It's just that's one of those things where I trust the technology more than people, honestly. Well, yeah, that's that's true. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, but people that are driving the Teslas today on the road, I whenever I'm, I'd much rather have that car on autopilot than your your dumbass driving it because <laughs> they're usually texting and being an idiot. And the car is going to actually maintain lanes better than a person. I can. think we should petition if they decide to start <laughs> really testing this, like cars driving themselves, they should start in Florida because I guarantee <laughs> there will be less accidents if they do that. They need to start right here. Start on start on Highway 4. It is bad. <laughs> it is bad. Yeah. Um, moving along. Let's see. Uh, how about uh, I go ahead and do gaming news? Yeah, go ahead. Gaming news. So not a lot of news this week. Wow. Not not a lot of news this week, or at least not that I saw. Um, there a lot of the holiday releases are coming out. Uh, next week I'll have a buyer's guide for what I feel is good good buying options for for you, your friends, your family. Like if someone in your Someone in your family you know is getting a gaming console. I'll have some recommendations next week. But uh, this week, really, there was only two stories, and they both revolve around lawsuits. Ooh. Yay. Uh-huh. And, yeah. So first is Fortnite is being sued for not warning players that it's addictive. Oh, God. Hilarious. And it is being compared to cigarettes and how, yes. Fortnite? Yes. And it's being compared in the sense that cigarettes, yes, they're addictive, but they tell you on the box that it's addictive where Fortnite causes cancer had <laughs> yes, <laughs> where Fortnite had no clear indication that it is addictive and it is destroying all of our lives and that it needs to be stopped. You can get a bad case. Oh of Oh my God. I yeah. hate parents so much. <laughs> Yeah, you know they're out there them. at the PTA meetings. Like we gotta do something about this Fortnite. My my oh child my is addicted to Fortnite. Rip the controller out of his hand. Turn the Wi-Fi off. Yeah, do options. something. Don't just Delete let him sit it. there. <laughs> I don't know what to do. He just plays Fortnite all the time. Yeah, kill him. Kill. Put him down. No. It's a ba- it's a put bad one. Just put Euthanize. him down. <laughs> Have a <laughs> post-term abortion. They're like, oh, oh no. they're like, oh, Fortnite got another one. <laughs> Oh, gotta use like it took me 12 years to make up my mind, but I actually don't want to keep this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, that's good. Yeah, but no, they're they're arguing needs to have a warning label that it's so addictive. Oh, and also they're trying to hit Fortnite with saying they spent years studying and developing the game to be as addictive as possible. Definitely that's not. what they did. Yeah, because. Fortnite there are a thousand other games just like Fortnite. Out Fortnite there. was an accident. It truly was. <laughs> yeah, I remember when it first came out. I was like, I don't. It wasn't a like bat- Overwatch. It I was, was like, not a battle play. royale game. It was a bunker defense game. Yeah. Me and Nicole That's watched right. the trailer, and we both were like, 
we should get this. It looks yep. like fun where you build a base yep. and you defend it from the wave like and the storm. 2016. Yeah. I yep. remember that. And then it flopped. Did horrible. That was Epic's big game for the year. So they were like, Battle Royale just exploded. They were like, uh, what do we do? What do we do? They're like, make a Battle Royale mode. They literally slapped it together in a month, threw it out for free because they were trying to sell the game. Yeah. It exploded, took over. That is how Fortnite was made. Yep. It was not and then years you had of calculation. Ninja and you had um, Drake. That whole thing really yeah. got it popular as well. Yeah, they had. there were big streamers playing. Yeah, massive. So, uh, so congrats to them for making yeah. the game happen. But no, in the lawsuit, they're trying to claim that this was calculated and stuff. You know what? Facebook I, is calculated no. and is proven. I have, it's still around. I have attended game development seminars where we covered how to make your games addictive yeah. and how to manipulate people's behaviors and all that. Yes, game developers <laughs> do that. Sorry. <laughs> oh, damn bark, it. Bark, Someone bark, rang the doorbell. Bork. Thank you. Bark, bark. Bork. Um, no, thank you, but McDonald's. <laughs> no, game developers game developers do that a lot of it's mostly mobile games mobile games are designed to be addictive there's mm-hmm. no question they are trying to hook you but not every game is no so no. Was a jim gaffigan reference but yeah but that wasn't nope, mcdonald's wrong button. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely mcdonald's um so yeah Fortnite. the yep <laughs> so they're they're i'm actually on the side for Fortnite. i hope they they win this lawsuit because I think it's absolute nonsense and people, it need, is. people need to learn to be parents. Stop blaming the industry. No, you blame the creators and you blame the people that are on there. Yeah, fair enough. It's like uh, bl- blame the actors. The <laughs> the next story is um, the Pokemon company is trying to sue three people who leaked images on Discord. Yikes. Can you can you really go after somebody for leaking something on Discord? It, I guess if it violates an NDA, if you signed it, Uh, it doesn't even have to be an NDA. That's copyrighted material. Mm. What? There's no way. Oh, oh. they're suing them for copyright. Um, they were suing them for a few things, but one it had to do with uh, damages. Of course, it's always damages. Monetary damages. Um, they cited that it's disrupting. It disrupts their marketing strategies and a few other things. But it's so it's like the idea is so. It was screenshots of a unreleased Pokemon strategy guide. Like the guide's not out yet or something from what I heard. Three users leaked like 30 images. It was like 30, 31, 32 images, something like that. And they are now subpoenaing. They're trying to get a subpoena to the courts to get the real identities from Discord. They plan on suing them for damages. This is not the first time Nintendo has done this. Other companies have done the same. A lot of, and this is a story we didn't cover because we didn't have the podcast yet. Yeah. Uh, Borderlands 3 did this to someone. This guy kept leaking stuff. Two private investigators showed up to that guy's house and politely suggested that he stopped leaking information. Then when he didn't, they sued him. His YouTube channel got deleted. Uh, They went after him hard. Nintendo is known for doing this as well. it's kind of a rule at this point that's unspoken. If you don't, if you don't follow the Nintendo space, you don't know this, but you do not mess with Nintendo or their their first party companies like the Pokemon Company. They will take you to court. Yeah, they don't hesitate. Their legal team is brutal. Yeah. So these these three people who posted these leaked images they should not have had are potentially going to get their lives wrecked by Nintendo. Jesus. Mm. I yeah. It. 
I believe it, and I know Nintendo will do that. Yeah, they like <laughs> they don't care. They went after the ROM sites where they sued a married couple who just ran a ROM site. They didn't provide the ROMs. It was kind of like a YouTube yeah. situation. They had the site. People would upload ROMs. They sued them for it was like six thousand a ROM. It came out to like a, in the tens of millions. Yeah, they went after this couple for like lovely. They will defend their properties till you are dead. Yeah, and they this have, is they why have the money I'm happy that I have distanced myself from Nintendo in yes. the last ten years. Like, mm-mm. they you, just have. They want to regurgitate Luigi and Mario until it's no longer ever feasible. <laughs> well, I mean, e- each iteration does is a little different, and that's the thing. Like this new Pokemon is actually it, it created waves in the Pokemon community. It's too different. Uh, the, there was a whole movement they were calling Dexit. Because they didn't add every Pokemon to this game. It's the first time the full Pokedex wasn't in the game. Mm. So there was boycotts being organized. Like a lot of people are are mad at at this iteration of Pokemon. But because in this iteration, there's like a new feature. And the stuff that was leaked was revolving around this new feature before Nintendo had announced it. Yeah. And that's why Nintendo saying it disrupted their marketing campaigns because they're all about generating that hype train. So their stuff sells. And they... They claim that this took the momentum out of their marketing strategies and that it has caused severe damages to their bottom line. Jesus. (laughs) For posting images in a discord. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, I'm part of like so many different discords. How did they find that? It must have been a very, very big and popular discord. Maybe it was the official Pokemon Pokemon discord. I don't know. I didn't really check but yeah. Jesus. It, like, it drew the attention finding this? and in, in in the lawsuit it also claimed that they have used third-party investigators to track down the identities of the people who posted so they're also hiring hiring private investigators to track these people down Jesus oh so there's a, these people are gonna get a knock on the door <laughs> and someone's gonna just be like ding dong your life's <laughs> over you know I'm like I'm part of different discords and this is a little off topic but um something I did want to bring up that is it's it's very prevalent in younger generations but uh it was something to do with the new flight simulator that's coming out and somebody's like it's so overrated I'm like how is something that hasn't even been released to the public at all overrated? How how is it overrated? It hasn't even had any chance to get on the market to even prove itself to do whatever it wants to do, and it's like it's overrated. I, I that's unreal, and it's like I, I was ha- trying to have a conversation about it, but you can't because it's that disconnect in the brain where they're like in the brain, <laughs> but it's a disconnect in their brain where they're like, um, no, I mean that it shouldn't be hyped. Oh. So people are not allowed to be excited about something ever. Heaven forbid that happens. I hate it when people say that. Like, oh, I hate that this is being hyped up so much. It's so then then, then go, don't be part of it. Yeah, go away. <laughs> people You're, who want to misery loves company. They want to. Yeah, they're unhappy with life, and so they want to attack something you care about. But that is just very prevalent in a in a younger generation. I know for a fact, mm. and that in on Steam, if you want, like the Steam reviews, I don't. I've never seen a Steam review. I'm like, well, I'm glad I'm not going to get that game because that guy didn't like it. I don't trust anybody on that Steam review nonsense. I don't think negative responses to things are a younger generation thing. I feel like I no, see that no, no, equally no, that's very among true. 
all ages. We, we have a very oh, close we, friend who doesn't want anyone to enjoy anything, and I'm not going to say his name, but yes. you, you know it's who Benny. I'm talking about. I want to talk about full. <laughs> well, I was coming full circle to it because with the flight sim thing, the same thing is happening on the other end where um, there's a, a bunch of old codgers, and they're like, shoot it down before it even gets off the ground. Like, I, I, I just don't share that kind of mentality where I'm like, but I think there are other people out there who are the same as you. They're excited yes. and yeah, look absolutely. forward to something new. And you, I say those people are idiots, but they feel bad for them. Their life sucks. Yes. They're just going to go through life being sad. Yes. But I just want to get that off my chest because it happened today. And I was like, Ugh. but moving along, <laughs> let's talk about the, uh, the, sh- the streaming um, record was broken by giant waffle. Yep. Woo. 19 hours a day for the month of November came out to where is it? 572 hours streamed in 30 days, that. but it wasn't just gaming. My it you. was ju- just streaming streaming. So he was like doing uh, household chores, hanging out, watching TV and 19 stuff. hours a day. So it didn't hit me until I was joking. was like, I should, I, I should beat his record. Then I'll be famous. And then Nicole was like, yeah, sleep four hours a day. Then it occurred to me, it's like, that means he only slept five hours a night for a every, month. Every night of the month. I can do that for about three or four days. Yep. And then I my I feel like my body starts shutting down on its own to where oh God, yeah. I am going to sleep 16 hours. Like, Well, there are psychologists how? that have been chiming in about this. And well, the people that were watching the streams were like, yeah, he was really irritable. It's like, yeah, I would say so. You're only getting four hours of sleep. And then you're just getting like probably crap in your chat. Uh, he was very irritable and clearly like wasn't having a good time. Yeah. The problem is to me, I just don't get it. it I don't want to do that. I mean, a lot of people break world records for dumb reasons. Yeah, they just do it to do it. They're like, I, I hold the record now. And the problem yeah. is that is such an extreme record. I hate, I hate to think that there's going to be copycats and there's going to be people that are actually you can die doing that. I was going to say people. I think someone's going to die attempting to break his record. I, I, think that's going to happen. Unfortunately, I just don't understand it. Like it's like the 24 hour stream thing. I just I, I will never do that unless it was like for a, a large amount of money for a charity that I really, really cared about. Uh, there's no way in hell I would do a 24 hour stream. I've known multiple people that have done. Yeah, 24 hour they streams. do them. That does. I can't sit. I can't do it. I, I can do two, two to three hours and then I start getting antsy. Yes, I cannot sit still that long. Yes. Yeah. I you can only the, explain you're not in DOJ so many times <laughs> <laughs> before you finally mentally start to break down and go, you know what? <laughs> I'm not and I'm done today. Have a nice day. Bye. There's only so many times you can do that. And that's the that's the main issue. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's usually not the game. Like you can play a game for hours. Yeah. But it, it, like if you have a great chat, it's wonderful. Yeah. But if you get a, if you get a bunch of crap happening or another thing that makes my decision on closing a stream early is if the moderators are having to do way more than they need to, like if they're like constant time of people out, I'm like, what's the point? Like, just shut it down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Screw it, man. It's I mean, I don't I don't think I I the longest I think I've ever streamed was about five hours. Yeah. And I was doing a, a coding stream and I was so caught up in what I was doing that time just flew by. Yeah, sometimes it goes and really quick. Like if I do a X plane one, it goes by really fast. 
Yeah. But overall, like if, even if I'm like doing RP or just gaming or something, it, it's like two, two and a half around that point is when I start noticing, like I'm, I start getting like, kind of like, uh, I don't want to sit anymore. And then I look over, I'm like, oh, it's been two hours. Like it's more of, I subconsciously start being done. Right. Where maybe I do want to keep playing and stuff, but like it does start getting to me where, yeah, I'd sit there that long. I don't think I could do a 12 hour stream unless I had it like, no, <laughs> if, if I had like the camera from my phone on a selfie stick and I could be like, all right, now let's go to lunch and take them with me, get full permission from the place and the owners yeah. and the staff. So when Twitch bans you, you can go and tell them you had permission. Yeah. But and permission from Nintendo, depending on what shirt you're wearing that yeah. day. So yes, of course. But yeah. to me, it was it, it's it's so strange. And I was just talking to Nicole about this the other day. I was like, whenever you get done with the stream, it's crazy. Sometimes it's such a blur and it goes by so fast. You're like, God, I wish I would have done a better job of like doing playing the game or whatever. Like that that time when you're in the moment of streaming. I don't know if it's like splitting your it, doing the multitasking of following a chat and playing a game at the same time. But I ha- usually have zero recollection of what happened. Oh yeah. Yeah, like, no, literally I, I know an hour exactly after. It's like is. a dream. It's like an hour after. I'm like, I don't even remember what the what even happened. I don't remember. Yeah, it's I've I've gone and read comments and other things and like even just talked with people like after streaming and they'll be like, oh, when you did this or when you did that, and I'm just yeah. like, uh, I did what? Like, <laughs> I, I don't remember. Yeah, like to, to, I almost feel like to multitask, you turn your brain into like it's almost like an in out mode where it's mm-hmm. like you're taking the chat in, you're spewing out phrases and words you're gaming but you're not retaining it because you're doing both so rapidly that it's yeah. like it doesn't retain or something the same thing happens whenever you're creating content for youtube if you're playing a game you usually suck at the game you're playing because you're too busy you're talking about something or you're you're, you're being entertaining oh yeah um and you well for me i have like a 32 inch monitor and i won't see things on the edge of the screen oh yeah you already get tunnel vision when you're playing a game anyway it's I I love so that happens to all of us and I love the comments when people are like you suck at this game yeah. it's like if I had time to play it yeah I'm not I'm not just not playing bad. it I'm also like you said you're entertaining you're talking yeah. and it's great because like I watch game Grum- I watch a lot of game grumps yeah I know you guys have watched it I I mm-hmm. watch way more than you guys I'm I'm like a daily watcher at this point but they've even covered this yeah. And they joke about it. They're like, oh, here come the hate comments. They're like <laughs> people telling us how bad we suck at this game. They're like, you do it. You talk for an hour and play. You're not going to be good at it either. So it, it's hard to be good at a game and to commentate it and talk at the same time. And then people go, well, then just don't talk. You talk too much. It's like, well, that's what you you have to do that. Otherwise, you're just uploading gameplay content. Yeah. And that and you, you can actually uh, get in trouble from gaming companies that are like, you're just uploading our gameplay. You're not being, you're not, you're not using it in fair use. You're not being a personality like, yeah, turn it into entertainment or, or whatever you want to call it. Well, and at the end of the day, I mean, I would hope people are there for you, not the game. Sometimes like, it seems like that isn't the case. Oh no, I know. Like <laughs> I, I've, I've seen it on my own channel where yeah. it's like, clearly people are here for this game, yes. but it's, like I said, I would hope a majority of your viewers are there more for you as the personality than what you're doing. Yeah. It's not guaranteed. Well, I mean, though. even games that I play the most of, I suck at because I'm in tunnel vision mode or whatever. But on top of that, I mean, if I'm playing like a driving game and you have a live stream chat, gee, there's no way. You're just like you're all over the. It's like you're texting and driving. You're just in and out of lanes, hitting shit. Oh yeah, no. When when I'm 
yeah, doing GTA. I'll like glance yeah. at the chat and then I end up wrecking. I'm like, yeah. don't chat and drive. <laughs> like I'd say that all the time just because I'm almost guaranteed to wreck the car if I start reading the chat. Yes, yes, yes. Well, it's been a fantastic Monday. I've uh, I'm going to actually play that same song that we had it before because I really liked it. It wasn't beep, so, beep, so dubstepy, but it was uh, good. yeah, hope everybody had a great uh, Thanksgiving. We had a great one. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Next week. Bye.